Hello, and welcome to Self-Taught Devs. If this is your first time joining us, this is a podcast where two self-taught developers discuss the learning and growth experience for folks just getting into the industry. My name is Eric Winklespecht. And I'm Matt Ehrlich. And today we are talking about a conversation that I actually had recently with someone on LinkedIn. And uh, I don't want to mention their name just explicitly because I did not ask permission to use their name, but it was a really great conversation and it sparked a lot of ideas for me. And basically this person was contacted by someone else who had been pursuing software development for two years. My assumption was that their sentiment was that it's been two years. I haven't really gotten where I want to. Um, this sort of thing is difficult. And so that person responded basically by saying like, you know, two years pursuing a goal, great job. And my response to that was basically, on one hand, I agree, two years pursuing a, a certain thing, a certain goal is actually really great, and they should be proud of, of their efforts. But also, when pursuing software development, there's no clear end in sight, right? If you go, let's say you go to college and you take a four-year degree, you know when you're going to get that degree because you're basically told all along the way. Um, how much credits you have, how much credits you need, or if you're pursuing a certificate, you know when you're going to get that certificate after you complete the exam or course or whatever. With software development, there is no clear end in sight. And as time goes on, it can become more and more difficult to justify taking that time and all the effort and sacrifices with family and other things that you love and other responsibilities I kind of want to talk about this a little bit because this kind of brings up the question, well, should you pursue it indefinitely? Should you keep going on? Should you ever quit? Um, I'm kind of interested in your thoughts on this, Eric, because I don't know, should, should we or should anyone tell someone else, just keep going no matter what, pursue it? I have my own thoughts on this, but I want to ask you mm -hmm. about it first. Yeah, it's it's super nuanced, I would say, right? I don't think there's any direct answer that either of us could really give that would apply to everybody. You know, I don't think there's one clear way to be like, yes, you should or no, you shouldn't. I think the first thing that comes to my mind when you kind of preface this conversation is like, is quitting a bad thing, right? And also does quitting mean forever? You know, like you can quit something because it doesn't feel right or it's not good or it's not healthy for you like right now. But does that mean it's something that you can't come back to in the future, whether it's like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever? You know, I think when people are talking about making a career change and pursuing software engineering, because that's kind of what this is about, right? Like this is the career change part of this conversation. Like I'm pursuing software engineering and I'm trying to change a career. And it's been two years and I haven't accomplished my goal yet. Should I quit or should I just keep going? If you're legitimately trying to give a person that kind of advice, like I think you said, you know, there's questions that I would have for this person. Are they sacrificing more than they feel like they can continue to sacrifice? Uh, if so, maybe they should just stop. But also the other answer could be like, well, do you modify what you do? Right. If you're continuing to go and it's a drain on your energy, if it's a drain on your resources, meaning like financial or emotional or mental, is there a way that you can keep going and change your method so that it's 
more sustainable because like, I think you get, you know, this is a long-term thing, right? I look at my experience and like, it took me a year and a half to do it. And that was a year and a half of like full-time studying and applying myself to the process of learning and also the job application process after a certain number of months of, of learning or like almost a year of learning. I wouldn't say that I am a special case in either direction, like how long it took me or how fast it was, right? Because for some people, a year and a half is going to be way faster than maybe they will be able to accomplish it. And for other people, it might be way longer. I don't know, man. It's There's a lot. There's a lot to consider. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that it's nuanced and I would agree. I think for me personally, it would be very unhelpful and not beneficial if someone if someone asked me that question and I just answered like, no, never give up. I feel like that wouldn't take into account a lot of uh, like what their situation is because because this is what I would want to know. Me, for me personally, I am not giving up and I do not want to give up. But that is because I know the amount of effort it takes. I understand how, how long it could possibly take. Um, I'm okay right now. I have extra time on my days off, the weekend, and you know, sometime after work to put towards this. I'm not overly stressed right now. You know, my family's okay. But these are some other things that like I might ask of that person. Like, are let's say it took another two years on top of what you have. Maybe it takes another three years. Are you okay with that? Can mm -hmm. you continue to make certain sacrifices to do that? As you mentioned, can you modify your schedule to Let's say you're putting in, I don't know, 20 hours a week. You know, if you're stressed, maybe knock it down to 15, maybe do 12. You know, I think these are, are very important things to find out. Me specifically, I gave up on something I was extremely passionate about in 2019. And it was one of the best decisions that I've actually made. Um, and I just gave up, gave up on it. And what I was doing was I was day trading penny stocks which some of you may or may not know, um, is not the most secure type of investment one can make clearly. But I was actually doing a pretty good job. I was overall positive. Um, and I had come to a point where I was absolutely obsessed. I was putting in hours on my, my lunch break. Basically, every hour that I was home after work, I was doing it. On the weekends, I was learning about day trading and, and reading and taking an education. And I put in all this time and it was starting to affect relationships. It was actually, it was also costing me money too, because I was part of, um, of a group, a paid group. And I had money in my account, but I also had debt at the time. And ultimately I decided financially that I was going to just completely stop. And it was one of the best decisions that I had ever made. And what I was being told by members of that group was, no, no, don't quit. I just keep going. Eventually, you know, it'll be okay. It'll work out. You'll, you'll do really well. Never quit. I'm pretty sure had I listened to that advice, I'd be absolutely miserable by now <laughs> and probably a, a financial wreck. So I didn't listen to the advice, don't give up, but it was also based on my circumstances. So mm. I think that's that's really what's important about this conversation. Like, what is that person's background? You know? Yeah. I I question for you though, when it comes to like the the penny stocks example, was there any positive that was coming out of your involvement with that? 
like with, with the day trading, with the penny stocks, with being with that group, like, you know, yeah, you're saying like, okay, it was costing me time and, and money. And, you know, there were a lot of downsides. Were there benefits to it that were a, a cause for, for hesitation when you were deciding whether or not to quit? Yeah, I, I, I loved it. I really just like me personally, it was something that I really enjoyed. I also loved being a part of the group that I was a part of and contributing to that group. It also taught me a lot about um, myself, meaning that if I put enough time and effort and energy into something, it can pay off. Also, it, it kept me occupied, really. Um, and I learned a lot about finance and basically like the continuous learning thing, all of which can be applied to to like software. Um, mm-hmm. So there were there were positives. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's the hard part, too. Right. It's because you know, regardless of, of what you're talking about here, you've got a pros and cons list that you have to kind of weigh out. You know, I also think there's, there's this weird thing that, uh, we try to do as people where we try to have a definitive, you know, on kind of anything or everything where it's like, oh, I've, I'm doing this really, really hard thing. I'm trying to make this gigantic career change and learn this really difficult skill and compete in this job market that is potentially oversaturated with applicants and maybe isn't the best job market and the best time to do this kind of thing. And we know that like, even though it's already challenging, the odds are really stacked against you. If I haven't succeeded in X amount of time, should I quit or should I keep going? Man, like it's not necessarily a one or the other kind of answer and probably shouldn't be a one or the other kind of question, you know, cause there's a lot of things about like, well, should you quit applying to jobs for now? Right. And instead focus your attention on something else within the category of software engineering, that's going to help you find success in the future. Right. The big part of doing this career change is there's so many activities you can be doing that move you toward your goal. But there's also a lot of missing feedback along the way, you know, especially when you're applying for jobs and just getting rejections and stuff. So it feels like there's no real progress once you're kind of knee deep in the job application process, which isn't necessarily true, but it's, it's maybe more of a question instead of like, should I quit? It's just, should I quit doing this activity? and spend that time and effort doing something else. Yeah, I think that brings up a really good point. Um, Because you can do other things you can do. You could do freelance, you could write articles, you could, I mean, hell, look what we're doing. We're talking Mm -hmm. about it on the internet and making, you know, videos. Um, You could do that as well. And maybe that'll kind of help prolong your your possible career in this field instead of just giving it up 100%. Maybe look for part-time or... um, volunteer roles or something at least and to to maintain your your knowledge and skill and and drive for this. So I think that actually does bring up a really good point. And when I consider giving up something, it's never is this too hard? Yes, I'm going to give up. What I like to ask myself is the amount of time and effort and resources that I'm putting into this one thing right now, if I refocus that into something else, would that be more beneficial to me? And those are some of the the things that 
that's that's my main thing that I consider if I want to continue something or give up. So I think that's that's another thing too, right? We focus a lot on the time frame, you know, one mm-hmm. year, two years, six months, but is giving up based on that time frame worth it? Maybe it is for some people, maybe it isn't for some people. But I think like for me, the main consideration is can I refocus these efforts, time, resources, money, whatever, and do something more beneficial that would be, let's say, a better payoff for me or work out better for me? If the answer is yes, then I might consider that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the kind of the crux of the whole thing, too, is like, should you give up if what you are doing is detrimental? in some way to your own progress, right? Like if you're just going to keep slamming your head against a brick wall and not get anywhere, yeah, of course you should stop doing that, right? But if you are legitimately making progress, then it might be just time for a change in something. I I also think about too, when it comes to like quitting, you know, quitting is always kind of seen as like the bad thing to do, you know? And I think that people tend to just be or want to be a source of encouragement and motivation, you know, because like, let's be honest, if you fully quit on the career change, whether that's software engineering or whatever you're trying to do, if you fully quit, then yes, you're not going to reach your goal, right? That's just not going to happen. Quitting is a surefire way to just not make what you want to have happen, happen at any point in time in the future. Pausing is not the same thing as quitting. Changing is not the same thing as quitting. Right. So when it comes to like encouragement and, you know, being a source of positivity, those things are great, but it's not necessarily what people need to hear when they're reaching out for that kind of assistance or that kind of conversation. You know, the, the, the fact of this being nuanced and difficult, you know, as a conversation is really important. And I don't know, the, the, the social media aspect of it kind of makes a lot of that harder to process because it's social media and when we're being active there it's it's i think a little bit easier to gloss over those kinds of things because they get more attention you know people kind of don't want to hear or have the difficult conversations or get really in the nitty-gritty of it those things aren't attractive on social media (laughs) but it's necessary yeah and i don't i don't like the the idea that it should all be positive, right? Mm-hmm, sure. I, I don't like. I don't like the idea of. No, it's 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 not that hard. No, you you can do it. No, like keep going. There's a lot of times where I need to hear this sucks and like what you're going through sucks and this is hard. Yeah. I don't think that's like negative or not, or or discouraging. I think sometimes it's like when you go to the gym, like there's a payoff because it's so hard and like you acknowledge that and it's like, okay, well, I did this thing that was very hard. I know that it might suck, but I have Mm -hmm. to do it. And I think that's actually really important. And that sometimes I feel like a lot of people miss that, especially online or whatever. It's like that little piece, maybe somebody needs to hear where it's like, okay, like it does suck, but you know what? It's something that I want to do. I want to keep driving and this is what's going to keep me driven. I don't like the over, over happy, like, it's just not the way things work, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. I think um, 
sometimes not being positive can be helpful as well, although it sounds a little weird. Uh, some people need truth, you know, and some people need perspective. Uh, I, I think about, well, someone actually just reached out to me recently and they asked my opinion on making a career change into a tech field. Um, you know, they're asking about software engineering and stuff. And my initial response wasn't just a yes or no, but it was more along the lines of like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what are you really looking to get into? And they didn't really know, you know, they kind of just wanted some advice about what they could be thinking about. And my, you know, one thing I said to them was like, if you try out coding and you don't absolutely love what this is, you might want to not do it as a choice for a career change because it's really, really hard to do. If you love it and you really want to stick with it, it's going to be a really long time to do it. Like could be faster, could be longer, but like expect maybe a couple years of practice and application. There's other things you can look into, you know, if you want to get into the tech space and, and, you know, I gave some suggestions on that as well, but it's the truth of it, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Hey, I did it. You can do it too. I would love to just be encouraging and tell everybody that, but that's not necessarily the way that it's going to work out. You know, I think anybody can learn the skills of software engineering and coding, at least to like, you know, a certain level, you really have to stick with it and really apply if you want to continue to advance and, and you know, go to like the more senior level and, and beyond. But when it comes to actually making a career change and doing it as a job, it's extremely difficult. And not just from the skill perspective, but from like the emotional and mental perspective of applying and interviewing and failing repeatedly and not getting feedback about why you're getting rejected and that kind of stuff. So like, woof, man, you know, have, have the real talk about how hard this thing can be and how reasonable it is to take a break or give yourself some leeway or quit temporarily, or maybe even quit permanently if you really need to. And it's not something that you're going to pursue anymore because you have valid reasons to quit. You know, it isn't bad or wrong to do something for a certain amount of time and then decide it's not right for you to do. That can always change again in the future too. You can always look back and say, hey, let me go do that again in like a year and try again because I'm ready to try again. But if it's not right for right now, then you got to do what's right for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I like, I like what you mentioned earlier about maybe switching up your methods and um, no, I think we have highs and lows, right? Yeah. And might, might even have some lulls in, in what we're pursuing. And sometimes things may need to be changed up. And I think one important thing to consider is, is the cost of this whole thing, you know, time resources and, and such. And you and I, we, we are self-taught. But we quit our jobs, right? We didn't. We didn't necessarily pay for a boot camp or college, but that doesn't mean there was no cost associated with what we did, right? Because the bills still have to get paid and so on. So we actually did pay a lot for mm -hmm. our education, although it wasn't in in that format of a boot camp or whatever. So, you know, let's actually have a question for you based on that. Let's say you hadn't gotten your position, and you know your time was running out, your resources are, are running low. What are some of the things that you would have considered maybe switching mm -hmm. it up in order to continue pursuing this as a career? Yeah, I was already in the process of trying to apply to other positions, um, even just like local stuff, like whether it was like working at a grocery store or whatever. 
just to have some amount of income, primarily just so I could make sure I can keep myself going while doing a continued application for software engineering roles. You know, I wasn't at the point where I was like, I'm just going to give up on this, but it definitely was harder and harder as time went on. But yeah, that was, that was the main thing I was ready to, and I was about to change up before I got my role was I couldn't do it full time anymore. Like I was at the point where like funding was running extremely low. And like you said, bills were still there and I wasn't like on pause with life or anything, you know? So that was, that was about to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's, it sounds like it got really close there. Mm -hmm. I got to that point due to, um, you know, my life and, and things going on around me. And I had to make that adjustment. I couldn't study full-time anymore. Um, and now I have a full-time job and I do my studying on my days off and I actually built applications for my current non-programming related job. So, you know, you can still improve your skills and, and pursue this. Um, but yeah, sometimes you might need to make those big adjustments and, um, find other ways to, to achieve that goal. And so I, I would say that this is not meant to be like discouraging or anyone saying that you should give up, but sometimes you have to consider your options. And I don't think the answer is the same for everyone without any context, which is never give up or never, never, you know, stop pursuing this thing. I think it's highly dependent on you and no one can really tell you that answer. Let's wrap this thing up as we always do. Uh, first, by saying we're one episode away from episode 50 of Self-Taught Devs. So we would love to celebrate that milestone with you all. And if you have any questions you would like us to talk about or topic suggestions, please send them our way. And of course, let's wrap up by talking about the Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash self-taught devs pod. We've got a special newsletter for you every month. We've got a special secret episode for you every month. And if you join, you can also join our Discord where you can have direct access to us and give us topic suggestions, feedback, questions, things like that. And we get to read your name at the end of every episode. And you'll join these fine list of folks right here. We've got Leo Ashcraft, Roxy Rodriguez-Becker, Nick Romanishan, Matt Hoadley, Danielle Arnett, Vanessa Vun and Danny McVeigh. This list just keeps getting longer and longer. Thank you all for supporting Self-Taught Devs. Thank you everyone for listening. If you aren't already, please subscribe. We release a new episode every Friday. If you want to help us grow, please share this show with your network. Check the show notes for all of our links. Reach out and say hi. Email us at selftaughtdevs at gmail.com if you have a recommendation for a guest or a topic. Thank you for listening to Self-Taught Devs.